Hi everybody and welcome to our very first podcast on mental health. You're listening to Izzy. Uh, Robin. Right, I'm here with the ASMR. <laughs> um, and today our subject is self-worth. Okay. Okay, so Robin, tell yes. me a little bit about yourself. Give me some background. What do you study? How long have you been here? Okay, so I'm in my third year currently and I'm currently doing uh, psychology and criminology in the science department. And nice. it's hell on earth sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just hope no uh, psychology lecturers hear this. It's fine. Yes, that's true. And I'm from originally from Nottingham, so I'm like three and a half north. From up north. Well, <laughs> don't know how many northerners are listening to this, and you're probably going to tell me my accent sucks. <laughs> but yeah, I'm from Nottingham, um, and that's about it. I've lived here for three years. Three years? Is it been three years? Almost. Jeez, Louise. Right. <laughs> My name's Izzy, um, I'm also on Labour Committee and I'm studying zoology. Wrong subject. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to speak about that. Uh, <laughs> I'm studying zoology, I'm 30 and I'm currently on placement, so I do volunteering at a couple of museums. Uh, but my real passions are politics and history, and I'm a bit of a nerd for cathedrals, so yeah. Extremely. <laughs> Extremely weird, yeah. Right, so, Robin, starting with question number one, can you tell me the kind of things that you base your own self-worth on? Um, I base my own self-worth on how I treat my friends and family. Mm-hmm. So if I can make people happy, cheer people up, mm. I've, told people, um, I've been told I give good advice, which, if I can make somebody smile, makes me feel happy. Mm-hmm. Um... And also on my um, like my like qualifications, like what I know I'm good at. So if I do do well in something, I'm like I'm really good at this. Um, I've always been that kind of person to be very career orientated. Mm-hmm. Like anything I know I'm good at or anything that I do well in makes me really happy. Um, and seeing people's reactions to when like I cheer them on or. Um, they're like, oh, you did really well. Like, especially my parents. When my parents say we're really proud of you, it always like sends a tear to my eye because I'm like, oh, they love me. <laughs> when um when I used to do things at school uh that were like really good, and I used to hate like my parents uh praising me because it just made me cringe. And so if my mum would be like to me, oh Izzy, I'm so proud of you, my reply would be, mother, you can't say that. Pride is a sin. <laughs> And then she'd look at me and just walk away, and, I, and I'd be like, oh. Typical Christian over here, guys. Christian are just politics. Typical <laughs> <laughs> Christian. <laughs> oh my gosh, okay. Um, and do you think that, uh, is, do you think there's anything that you should base your self-worth on that you personally don't? Um, self-worth, I believe, is like having pride within yourself. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a lot of that. I think it could be the way I was brought up. It could be just my um, the way that school was for me in general. School was very difficult for me. Um, I've never been proud of myself. Like uh, people say, they take your self worth in their appearance. I don't take it in mine. Uh, the way they look, like things like that. And I know that's very superficial, but a lot of people are proud of the way they look, and I'm definitely not. 
Mm. Like, I'm geeky, I'm nerdy. I'd rather sit in my pyjamas at home and watch Netflix and with a cup of coffee, do you know what I mean? Get the popcorn out, yeah. maybe a cheeky shot of vodka. Che- like uh, <laughs> we, won't, we won't go with the vodka. <laughs> a couple of cocktails on the other hand. You've got me, I'm your gal. Um, but a lot of people take pride in, like, the way they see themselves and that kind of self-worth. Mm. And I feel like, I'd, I'd love to have that kind of confidence. Hmm. but I don't I don't know where that comes from who do you see when you look in the mirror oh, that's a difficult one <laughs> I'm full of difficult <laughs> so I see myself but I don't see myself how I'd want to hmm. and how, how would you so want I'd to love see? to see um, somebody happy hmm. like obviously uni is one of those things that's so difficult for everybody and everybody deals with it differently um, and people obviously you go from say college or a levels and you do really well and then you go to uni and it's like I got forty percent it's like I feel like I'm a failure. Yeah. And I get that some people look in the mirror and see that a lot of the time. Um and when I look in the mirror I see myself and I know I'm there but my my mind isn't quite there. I'm like I'm not happy within myself. I'd love to change certain things. Um like I'd love to change parts of my appearance and sometimes that get, does get me down like health conditions as well like I have a lot I have I for everybody listening I suffer with eczema so that's a big sort of um something I've struggled with my entire life and it really affects like the way you look at yourself and the way you view yourself but then when somebody says to me uh when I like when I go on a night out for example I do my makeup and I, I feel, I'm feeling myself and I feel great and people say to me you really you really look good I'm like, okay, yeah, I do. I look in the mirror and I think, do you know what? I do look good. Mm. Let's go out there and kill it. Like, I'll be on my dance floor, I'll be going <laughs> in, I'll be having a couple of drinks. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel great. So you feel great when other people... Say that I look good, yeah. Mm. So other people's opinions are important. In a sense, yeah. Yeah, okay. But if someone says to me, like, your relationship sucks, I'm like, I, get, I don't care what you say. <laughs> or I don't like this certain person that you hang around with. I'm like, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Like, your opinion in that sense does not matter to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? What do you who do you see when you look in the mirror? Who do I see? Um, this is an interesting question, actually. I think definitely when people get older, a lot of things, because I hang out with a lot of old people, Yeah. Um, that old people say is they're like, Izzy, I look in the mirror and I don't recognise who's staring back at me. And that, that is kind of a, you know, a scary thought to look in the mirror and, and not recognise the person staring back. But... When I was growing up, I definitely had this weird sense that I knew exactly who was looking back at me in the mirror. And I'd wake up every day, and I'd see my face, and I wouldn't think, oh my goodness, this person staring back at me is so beautiful and wonderful and and nice and kind and all these things. I looked in the mirror, and I'd see Izzy. Yeah. And to me, that that was enough. I was like, I'm me. And I was like, well, that's good enough for me. Mm-hmm. And then as I got older, it got a bit downhill. Uh, <laughs> Just a little bit. It's, t- it's touch and go, touch and go. Uh, it depends what mood I'm in. But yeah, and, and so now, now I'm I'm a bit more, you know, leveled out. I, I look in the mirror now and I do see myself. And I think to me, um, although I don't do this, my self-worth is you know, based on other people's opinions of me, especially of how people have said I am in the past. Mm. You know, nice things they've said. But then when I don't live up to that expectation, it, it seems to bring me down a lot because I think, well, 
I'm meant to be this person, but I'm not doing these things. Yeah. You know, who am I then? You know, if I'm not this person that everyone has said I am. And so I guess I try and base my self-worth on my own opinion of myself. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I think that the most important person's opinion of yourself is your own opinion, right? Yeah, agreed. Yeah, and I I mean, other people can sort of change that and, and, you know, change your opinion. But, you know, you you have to live with yourself for the rest of your life. (laughs) That's a very scary thing. I have to live with my own head yeah, for the rest of no, my life. I, like, exactly. I was thinking about this the other day, and I was like... <coughs> like, <coughs> I have nothing in this earth. I have Sorry, everyone, I apologise for that. <laughs> yeah, Robin's infecting us all with her disease. <laughs> I don't have a disease. <laughs> okay. Stress of third year, guys. <laughs> exactly. Oh, don't do it. Um... Yes. You know, because your clothes, they come and go, materialistic things, you know, and what do you have left? What's always going to be there? I think what's more scary is your own mind. Mm. And it's not the body, it's not your body that, because this is, the mind is you. You control the person that you are. Yeah. Everything that you are is your mind. Mm. And doing psychology, you really get a sense of, like, the way people are in their own heads all the time. And looking at people and thinking, I mean, I look at myself and I think, I have to live with the thoughts in my own head for years, at least till I'm 80. <laughs> once, it's, once I hit 80, I'm probably going to go downhill. <laughs> I think you go uphill. Old people always seem to be like, just stop giving a damn about the world anymore. I've stopped giving a damn. I'm only 22. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, if you need one of them things, you think, I can't be bothered today. No. <laughs> Like, you go all the way through school, and you have to be there from nine till three. How do we even do a Lama lecture these days? <laughs> How did I do six hours at school, five days a week? Like, I can't even, I go, I go to uni at, what, ten o'clock in the morning? Yeah. I'm knackered come eleven. <laughs> no, I get you, I get that. I'm just, I, I mean, I'm in bed by ten. Last night, I started falling asleep at nine on the sofa. Had, like, a two-hour nap, woke up at twelve, and was like, right, bedtime. I fell asleep at half past seven last night. Oh, my gosh. Like, my body was just like, no, you need to what sleep. What happened to us? First year, I was up till four yeah. in the morning. Yeah. I know, I know, because we used to live together. She used to wake me up <laughs> at half past four in the morning. <laughs> Robin, I'm drunk. <laughs> Well, I, I'm sure that was our other housemates. So, I mean, it was you. <laughs> okay, moving on swiftly. That was our other housemate as well, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, well, okay. Anyway, so... So we've established uh, things that we can base our self-worth on. Um, what can we do, do you think, to improve our own self-worth? In your opinion? Any ideas? Um, In my opinion, we need to, like... Especially if we're talking about mental health. I believe it's breaking a stigma around mental health. Mm. Many people nowadays definitely suffer. And if we could be kinder to each other and mm. open up a little bit more, people are going to see themselves in a different light. Yeah. And see the way they look at themselves. Because I know a lot of people that have come to me and said, I don't, I feel like I can't trust anybody. I feel like I don't have any friends. No one likes me. Mm. You know, a lot of people think that. And usually the people who I find are the most wonderful people, yes. often think the worst of themselves. Definitely. And you're like, well, if you're wonderful and you think, you know, that you're 
pile of shit, then what the hell am I? Yeah, like, agreed. <laughs> you know, like, what does that make me? Like, but... And it's like some of the conversations I've had and I'm, I've am i always been one to check upon people. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, yeah. And everyone says to me, where did you get that strength from? Mm. And it's not what I get from myself. It's what I give to other people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I feel like if I can bring somebody up from a really dark point, and I have done before, I've had friends that have nearly committed suicide through mental health. Yeah. And just by giving them somebody to talk to. Mm. Makes such a difference. It makes such a difference to their lives and the people that they are. Mm. And they feel like they can open up to people. I grew up with somebody who really struggled all the way through school. And God bless her heart, she was amazing. And now she's got a partner, she's got a great job, she's got her own house. Just by giving her somebody to talk to, especially through the rough times, yeah. can make people think that there are people out there that care. Yeah. And that's what we need more of. We need more of people that care, especially through uni. Because uni is a point in people's lives that you move away from home... You've got nobody. You don't have that support system that you do when you live at home, like your parents. And I know a lot of people, some people don't have parents. They have siblings that look after them or um, that kind of thing. But you don't have that when you come to uni, unless you commute home. Mm. But university is also such a positive experience. And um, getting to do what you want to do. But I feel like if we could all open up a little bit more, um, look at people differently, not judge the way people look or how quiet mm. they are, because they could be struggling through something really extreme. Definitely, and definitely. And lecturers just don't think like that. Mm. Well, the thing is, like, if you're a lecturer, you've got so many students, like, you can't, you don't have the time to check up on each one of them. That's very true, but lecturers could also answer emails <laughs> when they're supposed to. <laughs> yes, yeah, that would be helpful. Um, sometimes I like to think of myself as uh, a giant walking mirror. And <laughs> she's like, Rob, is, Rob is looking at me a bit strangely. She's like, you're the fuck are you? <laughs> like, you got some issues? Yeah, oh, that's a, <clears> a weird <throat> concept. Weird concept, but hear me out, okay? Okay. So I like to think that, you know, a lot of people, when I say nice things to them and I, I tell them, you know, how wonderful they are, like, that's things that I'm getting from them. That's things, mm. you know, I, I don't do this out of my own strength. That's what I found a lot. I don't do any of the good things I do out of my own strength. It's all strength from other people. Yeah, definitely. You know? and, and when I look at someone and I see all the great things about them, that's something that someone has shown me. And I'm just reflecting it back like a mirror. Okay. Does it so make sense though? I'll give you guys an example of the way Izzy makes people feel. So I've just had a birthday about a month ago and she says to me, what do you want for your birthday? And I said, I don't want anything. Like, I'm not that kind of person. I said, just write me a nice card. So I got a card a couple of days after my birthday and she says, you're an absolute legend and there's all this. And then right at the end, <laughs> she puts, happy birthday, you northern pisshead. <laughs> And for me, that's my kind of humour. And honestly, I will remember this card. I've kept this card. Oh, you kept it. Because it just cheers me up every time I look at it. And Aww. every time I tell people this story, I smile. And that's how, that's just the way you are. And that's the person you are. And this girl is amazing. If you see her around uni or you are part of the Labour Society, just have a chat with her. Because she's, she's amazing. I, I'm offering free coffees. We're you know, all offering free we're coffee. We're all offering free coffees for anyone who 
once an year or once a month to sit and listen with them. Because, like, literally, I don't think people realise that when you sit down with someone and you talk through your problem with them, you know, someone sees things in a different way and is like, okay, well, you know, let, let's do this and this. <clears throat> they're things that you haven't thought about before. And as you were saying earlier, sometimes people just need someone to listen. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, what is it? Yeah, so obviously as part, we are both committees, uh, committee members of the ARU Labour Society. And don't get it twisted, we do talk about politics, and believe me, I'm not political in any way, shape or form. I, let, let's rephrase that. Izzy tries to force people to talk about politics. Yeah. <laughs> no, not that bad. But we are currently running, so the reason for this podcast is the mental health campaign. Um, some of the statistics, 85% of people, are young people, are going through a, a mental health condition, whether that be anxiety, depression, uh, borderline personality disorder um even just simple things like not being able to make friends and feeling Mm. isolated Mm. can really affect the way you see yourself and the way you see other people so obviously we're having a good chat and a gossip now and if you guys if you ever want to come and talk to somebody and they're not in your course or it's somebody different come and talk to us you can see us all. We're we're all over Facebook. You can see our faces. You know you'll know who we are. Mm-hmm. We're coming out with a committee video soon, so keep keep, keep an eye out. Keep for that your eyes peeled. Think of think of Brooklyn Nine Nine <laughs> on the university budget, guys. <laughs> yes, as Robin said, we're on Facebook. Uh, we're also on Instagram, although I don't post as much on there. Um, but drop us an email at arulabor at outlook and I'm I'm available you know, 24-7 in terms of if you're having a bad day and you need someone to cheer you up, I will do my best. I cannot promise uh, that I will do very well, but... And I'm usually around uni. Exactly, Robin's around. 10 minutes away. Yeah. And if there's any committee members listening to this, uh, we're also giving out free t-shirts to advertise our free coffee chats. So get in touch with me if you'd like to walk around with one of them. Um... (laughs) it's free guys it's free now yeah um but that would be really helpful because i i feel like everyone's you know not panicking enough about mental health and in terms of it is an absolute crisis and you know every week that we don't do something is a risk that someone else could take their life yes definitely. you you don't know who you're gonna lose like it can happen to anyone <coughs> and that's why we're trying to do things to stop that i mean even the happiest of people Mm. can be suffering through something that nobody sees because all you see is the facade they put on the outside. Yeah, definitely. And once you break that wall down and you give somebody someone to talk to, you see the real person that they are and you see everything they suffer through and it makes them more of an open person mm. and you get to know them better. I mean, and both of us have our own mental health conditions. We understand the way it makes people feel. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe on different levels um and it's hard it's so hard but once you have those people that you can trust and that you know are there Uh, yeah so as robin says like if this is you right now and you're sitting there and in your head you're thinking i don't have any friends that i could call right now hi if i was having a crisis well now you do (laughs) so drop us an email um and thanks for listening for our podcast Watch out for another one. Hopefully we'll do one weekly. But thank you again and see you guys soon. Thank you. Bye.